It's werewolf season, so I'm very surprised. It is, but I'm fucking Persian Greek. I grow that shit back in about, you know, a day. Like, yeah. I was about to say five days, but no, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows, maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. What is up, everyone? Happy weekend. Well, I keep doing that. It's weekend for me. It's Sunday. It's Sunday as I'm recording this beginning part. So, but we recorded this. Anyway, let's go out. Happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Um, What am I doing today? I'm getting Sikasa. I'm getting freaking Sikasa. If you don't know Sikasa, it is a very, very good Mexican restaurant in my hometown. Shout out to Sikasa if you want to sponsor me. That's totally cool. I would so appreciate it. I would love to get some free chips whenever. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what's been eventful this week. Honestly, not too much. I'm really happy that The fall weather is starting to get here, but it's such a fucking tease because just kidding. It's been like in the 70s past couple days, but guess what? Tomorrow it's going to be like 93 and I'm so freaking excited. Oh, Mother Nature is still so pissed and I understand why. Um, yeah, that's really, honestly, like there's not too much going on. I'm so excited. For you to hear episode six, I can't believe we already have a six episode. That's pretty wild. It's with one of my, oh, I love this boy with all my heart. He is my brother from another mother, Bijan, Bijan Saremi. It's a good episode. It's talk, also the fact that he's my first male guest on the podcast. I'm super stoked. Talking about the male perspective during this time of dating and yeah, and living with his parents while dating. So that's been fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm. let's just get to it. Am I good? Yeah, no, you're good. I can't right, believe cool. it's your first podcast. I'm so surprised that like... It is. My best friend have a fucking podcast and those bitches never brought me on, so... Well, I'm them. your sister, so... Yeah. yeah. Let's get into brothers. this. Yep, forever. Let's do it. Uh, Bij. Hello. Hi, hi. Tell hi. the world who you are. Hey, y'all. I'm a Beige, aka Mustard, as Courtney and her lovely family call me. Beige. Otherwise okay, so, known as yes, yes. the brother, brother sister, brother sister. We have to tell. Me. We have to tell the story about why you're called Mustard. So, Go on. me and Beige have known each other since seventh grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. Like, Probably six. And sixth grade, something like that. And our families got so close because we did Greece in seventh grade. Yeah. And it was a very, very good time. And we who went. Was the, who was the star cast? You. You were. No, no, no. You, you got it mixed up. You got the other brother mixed up. 
Yeah, you were uh, you were Sandy, right? And who was who was Danny? Nick. <laughs> Zuko. <laughs> Zuko. Yeah, no, but you were you were Love the better it. one because you sang Mooning, and then you wore I boxers. Like they, wh- that's when they. Oh yeah, they took off your boxers and I then. I spend my days. Yeah. Just I didn't know what the fuck singing was back then. You were like singing vibrato and stuff. I was like, what? What's that? No. Okay. So, but so we got close for that, and our family went on a vacation to Hawaii. And my oldest sister came with us, and because your name is Bijan, for some reason she went. Okay, Bijan. Bijan, Bijan, Dijon, Bijan Mustard. So yeah. your nickname has been Mustard for 10 years. More and than 10 stuck. years. Oh my God. It's More stuck like mustard on a sandwich. It's stuck. Ew. I know. I don't like mustard on sandwiches. I like honey mustard. I like honey mustard more than normal mustard. It's funny. She went backwards with the progression. Usually I, I when I help people like learn my name, I go, you know the mustard, Dijon? And then say Dijon and then Bijan. And they're like, Oh, like that makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. So we met then, and you, what do you do? I am managing my father's dental office right now. Yes. And it is a uh, lovely hours. <laughs> Not your traditional nine to five, but uh, it's okay. Pops business, but it's good. And an influencer. And a uh, part-time influencer, apparently. Part-time inf- Hey, <laughs> I have said that you should be an influencer for the <laughs> longest time. The photos that you get, <clears throat> like, you could be an influencer. Okay. And not a stupid one. Not one that's just, I don't know. I, I think some influencers are super annoying, especially the ones on TikTok. Of course, I'm on TikTok, like, all the fucking yeah. time. But no, like, you're a true, like, a good influencer. Like, the yeah. OG ones. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll influence you to, uh, you know, buy, like, a waist shaper, you know? wait is that the thing oh that thing i'm fucking joking you're like kim kardashian all them like the way shapers no but there's a lot of people that do that use like the ab one you know that you put do you have one i have one one, but it's because uh my friend bought it for me for my birthday actually wow what a nice friend have you used it i have it's actually actually works and that's what I've heard. I've seen it. And I'm like, fuck, do I need one? Yeah. No. I can, I can take from, no. Don't okay. buy into it. I was going to say, I'll take from yours. <laughs> and also, we live in the same hometown now. We do. We back do. at it. Back. Got my girl back from New York. Back at it again, finally. Love yeah. it. Let's talk about your life before COVID. How mm. you're dating and just your whole, your whole life before that. Yeah. Life before COVID. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's rewind. My last relationship was it ended distance from my master's program. Staying this girl for like a year and some change. Distance, I found out, was very, very hard. Yes. Um, and so naturally, you know, just there's no love lost. It was just it kind of naturally distance to play this course. And uh, I just realized I couldn't couldn't do that anymore Mm -hmm. um so i think that ended february of 2018 wow yeah just before valentine's day yes um not (laughs) how i planned it but um i remember this story yes and so naturally to to not look like a piece of shit and i wanted to you know still show that i i did here i 
uh, I sent her flowers, even though we'd broken up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was received well. And it just felt like it helped, you know, although she did not talk to me for for, for long periods of time, she did her, you know, she she had to heal all this, you know, and it was easier for me. I had my, I had my, you know, my family, my friends and everything and back in LA. So it was, was I think it was an easier transition for me. you were you were in that relationship and you were in a long-term relationship before that i see you i see yeah. you as a relationship guy that's crazy you, i know <laughs> it, that no it is crazy i've never like class of, i never thought of myself as that but like i did date a girl for three years in college yeah and then i took like a year off and then i did this girl for a year and then what was that february 18 yeah. you know and i've been you know pretty much single, doing you you know for for a while um and so I never did the dating apps. I never, you know, it was all new to me. So I, there was that curiosity of it, you know, and like mm-hmm. being back in LA and stuff and like all my friends were on it. So it was like this kind of like, you know, fun thing to do. And, um, which yeah, app I, did you like the most or did you have one you even like? Um, I did have a favorite. It was hinge. I, um, hinge is a good one. Hinge is a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I downloaded a number of them um tinder i feel and like yeah yeah i never I feel went like... on any tinder and bumble dates nor did i really use it very often um i just kind of messed around with hinge for a little bit um i went on some good dates actually there was probably like two good dates with like complete strangers um and then there were there were some bad ones <laughs> as well um, oh my god there was the there was the mix of it. Oh man, and the bad ones. They were oh, bad. How bad they were. They were they were fucking it was crash and burn. But like I'm I'm used to like giving people second chances and so I would like I let it crash and then burn and then put the water out and then reignite it myself and let it crash and burn again on the second date. I was oh, like, you were so crispy. <laughs> I was, I was, I was so crisp. crispy. I was so crisp. I was like, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe she was nervous the first date. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there, there's some, there's some good stories in those for sure, and then some really good ones too. What do you think? Like, what made you? Because you've had really bad dates. You've had some really bad dates. You've had some yeah. really good dates, and also, uh, it's hard just getting out of a long-term relationship. What? kept you like being positive about wanting to just meet new people again Mm -hmm. even though the dates were i mean i remember these conversations like when we get together you would be tell it would last like an hour hour and a half these stories i'm like oh my god like i don't know how you had that mentality of okay that was really really bad i'm gonna go at it again yeah i know i was uh it was optimistic or something i just wasn't looking at them you know flashing lights in front of me <laughs> that said stop or turn around or you know um but uh, for me coming out of a relationship i think it was it was what helped the most was i had you know like you know this group of you know my boys the I've known boys for the boys um yeah i've known for years some of them since i was like five years old brandon jake and you know obviously number of other ones yep um charlie etc um and so just like yeah you my boy <laughs> you my boy 
basically. The boy court. No. Um, but uh, no, that just helped. Like, I didn't necessarily even have to be talking to a girl or anything. It was just like that time that, you know, I could just go out with the boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure, talk to some girls, but like, didn't have to like, you know, take one home, this and that or whatever. It was more so just like, I could have a good ass night, you know, drinking, dancing, acting a fool and just like going home and, you know, getting drunk take home food and, you know, that's a wrap and that was fun. And, I miss that. I, right? I, yeah, I miss going out to, I'm like not, I'm not a bar person, but like if it's a good bar that has a good dance floor, like downstairs, like I, I miss doing that. I miss dancing to like two in yeah. the morning. I miss yeah. going to my 24 hour diner and then just going the fuck home. Yeah. Like no, that's, exactly. that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. I was a CEO of fucking dancing till closing hour, you know, like, yeah. I love that. I love just like acting a fool, you know, sweating more than I probably should. But uh, whatever. I was I was single. I didn't give a shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that for a while. The boys up in Hollywood. Uh, oh, shout out! I live at home. Uh, key, key. We both part do. Of, uh, we both do. Yeah. Um, big factor dating people. You know, there's never. Let's never let's go on a date like these interest dates. <laughs> never let's go on a hinge date and like let's let's go back to my place like it's thousand oaks you don't you don't go out in thousand oaks you know unless you go to stone house and like you can go to stone house actually stone house is fun as hell but like you again that'd be a great date i think it you know definitely is but again i'm just not taking someone home to uh to to my home that's, Even that's though that. your parents are wonderful human they beings, are wonderful humans. they are. That but shit just wasn't gonna happen. No. no, no. And speaking of your parents, so you were doing your thing, doing you, hanging with your boys. COVID happened, and now you're really spending a lot of time with your parents. Oh yeah. yeah how? Yeah. <laughs> how was the start you're, of COVID for you? You're asking the right questions, Court. Oh, I know. Um, man, it, like most people, it's like complete lockdown don't associate don't talk to anyone don't even leave your house i don't think i left my house for anything like the first week straight up a week i i think the first three days i don't think i walked outside i don't think i stepped outside like unhealthy i didn't know how to do it at first my brain was like you know like what do you do where do you go what do you talk to um naturally you spend a lot of time with your parents um I hopped on like all the the trendy things people were doing like zoom game nights and uh you know these different challenges and stuff put you know push-up challenges whatever the hell it was like oh yeah for like the first you know two weeks three weeks and everyone was into home workouts work from like i was trying to get creative like i think i put like a backpack with weights in it on a um on a uh what's it called like a fucking uh cloth or uh oh um, curtain, um curtain rod. Col- yeah curtain rod yeah curtain rod thank you oh. um and to like do some curls like it was stupid it was stupid what i was doing like and you know for the first two weeks i was okay like you know rocking this this is great you know that shit fizzes out real quick all the time with your parents that gets under your skin like it's great but then like when they're on your ass Mm -hmm. and you know you realize your house ain't as big as you thought it was 
and they're just they're always just you know no privacy just always knocking always coming in i'm like you know sometimes i'm on the phone with someone whoever facetiming zooming and it's just like the frustration levels like it was just it was reaching peak early on it was like you know i couldn't get time to myself you know Mm -hmm. couldn't leave couldn't go anywhere um what do you think made you so scared about covid when it first came out like how why did you think well i mean everyone they all said we have to stay inside and we all did but what do you think scared you the most i think it was just the unknown right like it was i don't even know if i was more so scared because i was so i was just uneducated you know i was like there was this big you know risk and uh you know virus out there but you didn't really know how it affected people and you know it was very spontaneous uh in the way it infected people and you know there was the misunderstanding there was only elderly or you know people pre-exposed or you know with underlying health conditions and that wasn't the case right it was like it would you know the outliers it could rarely affect a healthy 20 year old you know or you know someone my age or younger this and that so it was more so like you know seeing how this thing work and how it affected people and like what the precautions were that was more so um how i was was associating with that like what do i you know how do you kind of work with this thing especially by yourself yeah yeah i mean i remember it was like the first couple weeks when we were really just inside and i i'm not used to all these out i mean i'm allergic to everything i am bubble girl my dad's bubble boy but like seasonal allergies that's i i'm so i it's awful and i'm coming home and like i'm not used to los angeles like allergies and Mm -hmm. i'm thinking like something hurts and like i'm freaking out i'm like oh my god i have covid oh my god i have covid and i'm in my room and like flipping out and my parents will like walk in and they're like what is wrong with you i'm like i don't i don't know and i don't have that privacy to really just Think about my mental health and think about, okay, no, there's nothing wrong. It's literally one, my anxiety. Two, it's allergies. It's not COVID. It's very hard to cope with it when, yes, It's not parents, me. It's COVID. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Thank you. Look at that. It's true. It's so mm-hmm. true. And like being with your parents, I get that, yes, it's your parents and they want to make sure you're okay and they want to be there for you, but Sometimes they don't know how to deal with your emotions. Sometimes. Sometimes. So it's They don't get it. They don't get And yes, it's very. I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been more Mm -hmm. sexually frustrated in my life. (laughs) I told you this. Oh, I know. Not even like, I was like, what's wrong with me? I I got to the groove of working out every single night with Brendan because he moved back home and his home gym was fucking life-saving but like his puppy is that what he got puppy yeah golden retriever yeah he was like three months old two months old back then so that was fantastic puppy and working out was like thank you god thank you brendan um but i was just like i was still so sexually frustrated brendan started dating this girl like during the pandemic um and so he just was totally good totally fine and I was just like, dude, I don't even want to, like, I don't need to hook up with a girl. I just need to, like, talk to them. I just need to have a conversation. I, like, I think the highlight of my week one time was, like, dude, I was getting a shake. I was telling Brendan, I was like, dude, I got a shake. And I literally 
I had a conversation with a girl. Oh my God, I remember this. Oh my and God. It, yeah, yeah, And it went well. That was it. That, that, that's all it was for me. I was like, small victories. Small, small victories. Um, it's but yeah. so interesting, like, wanting to talk to the opposite sex. When, yeah. like, you're so used to doing that, like, as a friend. Like, I have a lot of guy friends, all my bros. And it's during the pandemic in the beginning, like, yeah, like, it helps. But then you really think about it, like, it's not the same. It's it's so, no. No, like, it's not the same talking to you versus someone that I'm, like, yeah. sexually attracted to. No. And I felt no. that. I feel that. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. No, it's tough. We, we went on a walk or two. Oh, we, yes. We spoke about these things. Oh, man, I'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about that conversation, but I do remember when I told you. I don't remember you just like st <laughs> you, you. I don't think I said stopped, anything. You, we stopped the walk, and I think you wanted to throw your shoe like all the way down the street. I wanted to jump off a fucking cliff. I think is what I wanted. I think I remember. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I, I was just about to ask, like, when did you start feeling comfortable interacting? Well, like just small interactions at first, and then when did you feel more comfortable being around? I mean, you're not around that. You're around the people that you are close right. with and that exactly. you trust. So when did, yeah. when were you okay as with that? As long as I was with people who I pretty much knew and not complete randos. Granted, there were a couple of those people right. I didn't really associate with. But, um, you know, I always felt comfortable. I don't think any of the people I hang out with are idiots. Obviously, it's hard to control, like, who you come in contact with, this and that. You can always guess something asymptomatic, this and that. So it's like there's always that risk. Um but as long as you're not too stupid about it and as long as you take the you know protocols after again i i do still have my parents and so it's like yeah i made sure to get tested um gave it a few more days after i got back just like to increase the accuracy of the the test you know um and i just i you know i distanced when i got home explained that to my parents i was like i no symptoms negative tests like i was fine it was good Mm -hmm. um i had a great fucking birthday you know to to tell mm -hmm. it was it was so fun dressed up and themed party and all that good stuff and yeah i just like i kind of that's how i kind of treated bigger groups you know because i i longed for that just like that you know just human interaction and, and conversation and just like um you know talking to girls, guys, whoever, like just like, you know, communicating. Yeah. When just, did you feel yeah. comfortable wanting to get yourself out there in the dating aspect? Since, you know, this is about yeah. dating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run that back. Um, during COVID? Yes. Specifically. Yes. Um, well, I, I was doing the single thing for so long, right? I was doing the dating apps and it, you know, you do reach a point where you kind of realize like, all right, this is, you kind of get tired of it. Right. Um, I feel like I had the best interactions, authentic, you know, relationships and, um, experiences with girls just naturally out and about mm -hmm. meeting them at a bar, meeting them at a, you know, pregame in the apartment, whatever it was. And I felt like a dating app is so staged. 
I think it can lead to great things, you know, 100%. I think I, I was, there was, I had success with myself. Um, you know, I ran into the obstacles, whatever it was, but like, for me, I think I'm more of a, you know, meet them in, in real life and, and see, um, where that goes. And so I, I kind of reached that point where I was like, I was done with the dating apps and, um, kind of like a switch goes off, you know, you're like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll approach the next crew I talk to more open-minded, like with the thought of like, Oh, would I, would I date her, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, she, she wifey material, this or that, you know, and wifey it's like, material. Yeah, I guess oh that's, a, you know, that's a lot, but like, you know, no, I get it. That kind of mentality. And I think when you, when you do meet someone, I don't think it should, for me, it, it's never planned. I never have this intention of like, I need to find someone today mm-hmm. who meets that criteria. You know, right. I think it's, again, it's always authentic. I never, you know, plan for it. And I think that's the best, you know, success for me. And so um, I met a girl right before the pandemic um, <laughs> and she, I met her pregame um, I, it was super brief the first the first night I met her. She lived at the apartment complex as my best friends in um, in Brentwood, um, Beverly Hills, Saltel area. Mm-hmm. Still don't know which one that is, but um, so I just had a very brief interaction with her, um, and then we all just you know there was like probably 30, 40 people. This again is pre-COVID, like just before. Um, you know, so I was like, when I'm in big groups, I just kind of float and bounce around and kind of talk to everyone, mingle, bounce, mingle, bounce. Um, so I think I met her for a brief second and then it's like, I did my own thing. She did her own thing, whatever. Um, we all went out to a bar in uh, Santa Monica, um, dance, you know, just like, that's what, that's what like, the, the routine was, you know, you, you have some drinks, you go dance, you meet some people, this and yep. that, you have fun. You know, and like that was just always a recipe for a good time. And I didn't know that, did I know? Regardless, I woke up Saturday hungover and then I uh, <laughs> um, get the, the rally from the boys saying we're going to get uh, bottles of mimosas at this uh, restaurant in Santa Monica. And the neighbors, um, the girls, the girl I met and her roommates were coming as well. And I was like, go, oh, cool. You know, again. No expectations, no idea about anything. Um, and again, I had like brief conversations uh, throughout, you know, brunch and this and that. Long story short, we uh, we bounced to the next bar and we just like started to hit it off uh, really well and end up having this like great day together, this and that, just like big sparks, big connection. I was like, kind of continue that good vibe going then this like you know smaller series like COVID hit like literally a week and a half later and I was just like okay you know like you know what the fuck are you gonna do I I it was so serious in the beginning you know and so it's kind of like you know shot myself in the phone like had this great initial you know date or whatever you know time with this girl and then you know like you know no one's going out no one's gonna you going on a date that's unheard of the first you know 
four months of, of COVID and quarantine. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it was lockdown of lockdowns. Like people were taking it seriously. I was, you know, everyone was. Yeah. So that just tied into the whole like, you know, as time went on, I want to be super clean and this and that. And like, like, what am I going to do? Hey, put me down in your, in your, in your schedule six months out from now. You know, it's like, you know, you can't really do anything about that. And so I had to come to terms with that. I didn't want to, you know, act like I was caught up with that. And so I just kind of like push it aside in my head. And um, yeah, that was, that just tied into like probably the beginning frustrations and just like, you know, you, you don't see any friends really. Uh, it's just, again, whoever your living situation is pretty much. Um, but there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do tell. Um, yeah. Um, kind of like rekindle things recently. Um, after some time. And it was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good just to like see her again and spend some like, you know, quality time. Took her on a date. Uh couple weeks ago now and I was kind of curious because I was like I had this great initial thing what was it six months ago literally mm-hmm. and I was just like you know is that spark still there type thing and I was I had like butterflies or like nerves you know and mm-hmm. uh I was just like you know I I knew I wasn't being myself but like when you're nervous like it's, it's hard to mask and like um it just took me like probably 20 minutes of just like, you know, whatever the fuck I was saying to, to calm down and just like on the day. And then it just went phenomenal. It was like one, you know, it was a great day. Um, mm. Yeah. It's really good. Do you think she felt the same way as you like once COVID started? And I mean, it, like you said, like the first like couple months, it was very scary to interact with anybody, let alone yeah. a sexual partner Mm -hmm. and do you think that she was feeling the same way as you as like we had such a great connection before COVID and then shit COVID happened I need to not be around anybody and really kind of like do myself and really figure out what's going on in the world right I think it's hard to again it was such a recent I didn't know this girl then you know right um so it's like I had those thoughts in my head but I was by no means justified to, to ask her that, like, hey, do you feel mutual? Like, that's going to scare the opposite fucking way, you know? It, it, it depends. It could be, but I would well, get like, why the it would point, scare people. What's the point of being admitting, like, yeah, I did feel this great connection, but uh, we can't do fuck all about it, <laughs> you know? It's like, we have to fucking wait. Who Unless- knows? Unless you want to do the FaceTime dates and the Zoom and like all of that, it. but some people can't, and that's totally that's I get it. It's not the that's, same. That that ain't me coming out of a long distance relationship. That's what ah, I was fucking doing. Right. For me, I wanted nothing to do with any, whew, none of that. For me, that's what I was doing, and it's like that clearly wasn't cutting it for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, you know, I didn't even consider that online dating, you know, Zoom dating, FaceTiming. You know, it's like that was so unappealing to me that it was just never even an option. So for me, I'm like, literally put it in the back of your head. Don't even don't even touch that. And mm-hmm. so I feel like the more 
you talk about it, you put pressure on it, it might, you know, you might ruin a good thing before it even has a chance. So um, I felt like I treated it correctly because mm-hmm. I tried to like, you know, I would, you know, I talked to her, you know, throughout here and there, not really not much at all. Um, but when I did get a chance to like take her out again, it was, uh, yeah, it was just good to, to catch up and, to, you know, kind of pick up again. Have that social interaction with someone that you interacted with at a time where life wasn't scary. Yeah. 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 So, so different, right? It's like, you know, dating is just, again, like you, you know, you wear masks often, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, you can't give a little cheeky kiss because you got this fucking piece of shit on your face, you know? Um, <laughs> what was the thing? What did I, what did I read? That Like, if you want to have sex with somebody, wear your mask. Like, you should wear your mask when you're having sex. And I'm like, are you, are you for yeah. real? Like, oh, okay. Like, oh my God. Like, what is God that? I feel like that would be some type of porn. COVID. That would be, yeah. Nope. Like, oh, not. you're attracted to me following proper COVID-19 protocol. Like that shit turns you on. Like, <laughs> hey, you, know? you never, it could be a fetish. You never know. People might like that. Yo, 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 no, put, put the mask back on. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> sexy. Mm, I love to see you. I love to not see your face. Um, have you guys done any, like, acute, like, so, a different type of date? A COVID date? Yeah. I actually just went on a date with her last week based off this restaurant that I found on fucking TikTok. Shout out TikTok. Okay. It's trendy ass, cool little new spot. Really cool outside patio, Beaster Light vibe, music um that was fantastic that was just last weekend you're gonna um, give me that info so then i can go so yeah yeah no yeah, doubt. Thank you. Great. got you girly <laughs> um what did i do yeah we had like a little take-home night um went to her place she got a in gordon like dumplings mm. uh kind of like a yeah Japanese vibe. We got like uh, Sapporo's, had a few beers, you know, just uh, it was nice watching a movie afterwards. Very wholesome. Just like it was nice. It's cute. I honestly like, I really don't miss restaurants that much anymore. Yeah. Because the vibe is just so different. And I I would Mm -hmm. rather want to like take my food out and like go on a picnic or go see yeah. the beach and like do yeah. something like that or have a movie night that's mm-hmm. always fine it's just yeah restaurants just aren't the same no, i agree i agree and it's like the whole mentality with restaurants has changed like you know you don't do long sit-down restaurants anymore no it's, obviously dining in is not even a thing but like just in general i feel like it's now they literally cap it like how long you can be there for so like yeah. maybe an hour and a half tops. Yeah. Maybe. I went on the, the date at a restaurant and they like, the, I think the owner came in. He was like, the manager owner, he was like, hey, uh, time's ticking <laughs> pretty much. Wow. He was nice about it, but he was also like, y'all got to wrap it up. You know, just weird. No one, no one would ever tell you that ever before. Man, they're, oh God, tempers and people are just not in the best mindset right now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. Do you have any advice, recommendations on people that 
want to get out there and date? Yeah, I think, you know, you got to first and foremost, be confident in yourself, like hype yourself up so much so that you're like, I'm so fucking dope. I have the best personality. I'm incredibly good looking. Any person that talks to me and I spend my energy and, and date or don't date, you know, and uh, they're lucky to experience. Again, I'm, that's very selfish and boastful, but like that level of confidence, you know, like be so confident in yourself that like, you know, you're, you know, you're capable of having a fantastic date and meeting someone or, you know, you can have a really shitty time and know that that's not a reflection of yourself you know right especially Um, during this time like you should be optimistic yes bodies are changing mental mental health is a huge thing right now but be be optimistic and you want to go on a date think of the positive being like okay i'm going i'm going on a date during this time yeah i'm going to have an interaction with somebody that i trust Mm -hmm. and yeah fucking have that confidence put a little little faith you know in the and the person, you know, obviously yeah. you can have your guards up with whatever, whoever burned you last or cheated on you or whatever the fuck it is, yeah. you know, but like, mm-hmm. but like have, have some faith, in, you know, don't bring that baggage. That's another thing. Don't bring that baggage in from your mm. last relationship. I went on a date, fucking bumble date, never again. Like peep, this girl brought all the baggage in and was like applying that to, to me. I was like, what? Like she got me, she got me like mad mad like mad like my my the, the the mad about my girlfriend in college mad like no one's gotten me that mad like a girl before i was just like i've known you for two weeks how and you're getting under my skin making my blood boil so it's just like oh i remember this one i do yeah. remember this oh god you've had some shitty dates had some shit dates um <laughs> but you've had some good dates but i've had some good dates um That's all that matters I, the other thing i would say is it's like be patient, you know, like you're never, don't just think, oh, I'm going on a date and this is it. Mm-hmm. This is going to, it has to work out, you know, understand that dating is, you know, a lot of good and a lot of bad. Sometimes it's a lot of bad before a lot of, you know, even a, a bit of good, you know, have the patience with, you know, whoever you decide to go on a date with or, or, you know, even if you're not going on dates, just that patience of like, okay, you know, maybe someone will come around. Like, again, for me, it's like, I never put that pressure of like, I need to find someone right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really believe that naturally, I think some people are more inclined to be in relationships. Um, I think sometimes that leads to settling because you just like, you know, oh, this person checks a box or two. Be picky, you know, mm-hmm. find someone that like, yo, they check all the boxes and some, you know, not just like, you know, three or four, check them all off, you know, date someone. And even if it's good, you know, don't rush into it. Date, date other people too. And, you know, there's always so many people out there. That's like the, what people forget, I think, you know, so um, I think it's challenging during those times, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, rewarding when you when you find somebody to vibe with for sure i love that Beige, yeah. i love you and yeah. i'm so happy love that you. you wanted to be on this and all the, you know i know i know 
I know, but I seriously do appreciate it. Tell the world your social media, where to find you, where to look at all your beautiful photos because you're such a attractive um, all right my myspace is yes uh, myspace i remember oh my god on your brother's fucking myspace i was so mad he had like a top 32 i don't know why i remember this he had a top 32 and i was so mad i was number 19 not exclusive enough i was like are you kidding me i taught you how to sing boy like yeah. excuse me <laughs> gotta keep that shit close keep the circle close yeah okay top, top. Your MySpace, your, uh, no, your no, yes. just, 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 you can follow me on Instagram if you, if you would like to. Yeah. Bijan underscore Alexander. Bijan. And TikTok, you did, you did some good TikToks. Oh God. I don't think so. I think they're TikTok. Follow my brother on TikTok. He, yes. That boy, that boy gets it. So good. His videos right now. Follow me on Instagram, follow my brother on TikTok. The Ceremi boys, just follow, follow everything for Ceremi. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And there you have it. That is episode six. Uh, I also love how I, every time I think after an interview, the first thing I always say is, and there you have it. Because it's true. And there you have it. Have, 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 have it, not have it. <laughs> My stomach. Oh, I'm hungry. I need to get Sikasa. Uh, <laughs> I really hope that you enjoyed that episode with my brother. I love him. BJ, I love you. Thank you so much again for doing this. If you liked it, like it, subscribe, share, listen to all the other episodes because we got one through five all up on all the, uh, where is it? Apple, Spotify, all that good shit. And until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID, I'll see you later.